All right. Welcome back to My Life, Sam Radford. Okay, I haven't had an episode in a while. We've gone through a lot of trials and tribulations. The world's gone through a lot of trials and tribulations. But yeah, this episode, we have one of the big episodes to date. I can't really say or fathom how big this person is to me in my life growing up to where it is now and in hip hop in general. But I'm just going to say we have Nostranavs, Bedside Do or Die, Brooklyn Zone, Poison Pen. Anyway, Poison Pen, thank you for the interview, man. I appreciate you. Thanks for being on, bro. Not a problem, man. Good looking, bro. Appreciate the uh the sit down. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. No, I, I can't tell you how big this is for me. I remember being like, um, I'm 28 right now. I remember being like 13 years old listening to Peruvian cocaine and like hearing about your guys' tours and shit like that. And uh, man, it's just, it's a blessing to have you on right now. It's one of the biggest achievements I've had in a long time. All right, it's love, bro. Let's, All right, bro. Let's, let's, so, to it. let's like, uh, let's start it off easy. What was it like growing up in, uh, in Bedstein, man? Like what, what's some like fond memories as a child for you? It's, it was like any other neighborhood, man. You know, when you're growing up, you don't realize if you don't know if you live in a good neighborhood, bad neighborhood, you just know to 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 you, your world is just your world. You don't have no idea. That's what you gauge everything off of what you experienced right then and there. So um, I didn't, I mean, I know that we had to watch ourselves and, you know, I mean, I learned to, you know, stay on my pivot and be aware of my surroundings from a very young age. But besides that, like, I love where I live. You know, I love where I'm from, you know, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, man, you know, or I'm from multiple areas of Brooklyn, born and raised in Bed-Stuy, live in Bed-Stuy, but I've lived all over Brooklyn. You feel me? I lived in Sunset Park. I lived in Flatbush. I lived in Crown Heights. You know what I'm saying? East New York. So I didn't lived in multiple neighborhoods in Brooklyn. So, I mean, it's pretty much the same with all that. Um, I lived in some, you know, the areas that I guess were deemed notorious or whatever, but Man, it's the same as every other place, every other big city environment, man. Um, I mean, it was a lot of, there's a lot of violence, but I don't have a nightmare story. I've been through some things. I survived some things. You know, there was some good, there was some bad, man. You just, but I will say being in New York, being in Best Star and growing up when I grew up, it, it definitely created, it created the, 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 um, the mood that created you know, my music, you understand what I'm saying, created a lot of the energy, a lot of the energy, a lot of this battle rap energy is real, you know, we're kind of confrontational by nature. You, you know what I mean? Um, not not a not 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 in a bully, not in a bully fashion, but not, but we don't back down like that. Like fuck all that. We don't do that. You know what I'm saying? We we always gonna we always gonna hold our square. And it just taught us to um it just taught us to really, 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 you know what I mean. The people that you have with you take care of those that take care of you. You know, that those are the things I really learned growing yeah. up, you know what I mean, in Brooklyn and shit like that, best I, you know I what I mean? Find, um, I find uh, people who grew up in those communities and stuff kind of have a bit more of a tight-knit community within families, whereas, like, the more well-privileged kind of um, don't know what they got till it's gone type of thing, like, uh, whereas you really respect what you have and stuff like that. Um yeah, when, when I was a kid, I thought people, I thought people was rich just because they had a house. Like I thought if I if I went to somebody's house, like I mean a house, not an apartment, not a not not going in a building that got another 15 units or a project building or whatever. I just thought if you had a house, if you if you had a porch and you had grass in the front, to me, that automatically meant that you was rich because we didn't have none of that shit where we was at. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Obviously, I was wrong. We had a lot of poor people that live in houses. And that, you know what I mean? But 
as a kid, I didn't know. I didn't know the difference. You know what I mean? Like all I saw was buildings and you know what I mean? You know, I mean, we had shit like parks and, you know, good. Yeah, we, we definitely had some decent amenities on top of that. You know, I lived by parade grounds. We had, a, we had a beautiful soccer field. We had a baseball field, all that cool shit. But, I mean, right there, motherfuckers were smoking rock, though, like, on the baseball field. So it was cool, but, it, <laughs> you know, it was the duality type shit. It was interesting, man, you know. It's like uh, but, when you're playing ball versus when you're smoking rock, there's two different kinds of rocks, I guess, you know. Facts. Facts. <laughs> um, this is a very odd one because like it's comes like, uh, everybody has a very different, uh, uh, answer for it. But like, when you're a kid, like when you're a kid, like in your formative years coming, coming home from school or coming home from being out all day or whatever, is there like a certain like snack or meal you remember that like you haven't had in a long time? Yeah, well, <laughs> bro, every day after school, well, when I was younger, when I was a kid, I lived in when I, when I was a, when I was elementary, I lived in Flatbush for a few years. So I used to take I used to take the uh the 35 bus, right? I used to take the bus and I used to go to school in Sunset, right? It's two different neighborhoods in, in, in Brooklyn, you know what I mean? So I had to take the B35 bus all the way to my neighborhood, you know what I mean? And yo, every day I would walk down a block, I hit 95, get the slice. They had the slice and the soda, you feel me? And if I had extra money, I would get the Zeppelis. You know what the Zeppelis are? Yes, I know like what Zeppelis are. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So the slice and the soda, if I had a little extra, I'd throw some pepperoni on that bitch, right? And then I would fucking rush home and then get and then and then go home and watch videos, watch all the hip hop videos. And I and I had to sit down with that with that nice warm slice and, and you know what I mean and sit there watch my videos and shit like that was the routine as a kid you know what I mean get the get the slice maybe throw some pepperoni on it get some zeppelis run home video time <laughs> and just be immersed in hip hop like how that heavy, was it how heavy were you on the parmesan and the red chili flakes not too much not too I, much I fuck with it I, I, I never went I didn't go overboard chili's cool I mean, some. I honestly didn't put. I, I really didn't do the parmesan on top of the pizza. Like it already had a hundred cheeses on it. I put the parmesan on the pasta, though. I'm heavy with that. Oh, when I get the pasta, to get the parmesan or the romano, get 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 right. You know what I mean? You should have seen me last you know night. I, I had a bowl about this big, and I, you cover it with parm, and then you cover it a little bit more because you know when you fold the pasta in, you're gonna get lost a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm from Brooklyn. We know Italian food. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Italian food in Brooklyn. We have the, one of the largest attack, Bensonhurst, Bay Ridge, Marine Park. We got Italians in Brooklyn. So, so, so you mentioned Zeppelis, right? So I worked at a Italian deli in Canada, so far less Italian than what you get in like Brooklyn or something. But I remember <laughs> Zeppelis. I remember cannolis. Like I remember Ital Ooh. Italians just loving mortadella because we used to have like these different sandwiches, man. Like you know, you have certain dudes who are mortadella dudes, certain dudes who are capicola dudes, certain dudes. Yep. Who are Prosciutto dudes, like, like you know, and like, I think my favorite is probably a nice roasted porchetta sandwich with like some like broccoli rob on it or some shit. Broccoli. Oh, see, okay, yeah, you you, def I, you definitely on your tag because you talking about broccoli rob, man. Yeah. People don't even know what broccoli rob is. They just know it directly. You you on your shit, man. Well, uh, okay. I'm a big food guy, so I was a I was a professional cook for like more than half of my life, so, and I watch a lot of food. Okay. Like, I don't know if you've been to Philly and like done like a food tour in Philly, but the place John's Roast Pork in Philly, like I've been like watching from afar for a long, long time, man. All right, so so when you come to Brooklyn, right? 
if you if you're a fan of the other the, the eating spots and the, and the meats and all of that and the, you know you got to go right right on Nostrum right on Nostrum and uh uh by land Nostrum in Atlantic there's a there's a oh yeah 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 you already know there's a spot called Dave's Brisket House and they and they got the sliced brisket the the, the brisket the all they have is the sliced brisket the pastrami and the corned beef. And that's, that's all it. you need. Simplicity is the best, man. That's what. That's all the best Bruh. food is. Sim- ah. Okay. Question pot, for they, you. They, 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 the sandwiches pop like this. Oh. On the ride with the. Come on, bro. You're come Kate. On, okay, you're killing me. I have a question for you because I recently was watching some New York food videos. Apparently, yeah. I think it might be more in the Bronx or Queens, but there's like this slept-on classic that's a staple where it's like sliced roast beef on a bun with like gravy or without gravy. And like you either like pour the gravy on top, it's almost like an Italian beef, but it's a New York style thing. And I just found out about it. You got me on that. I, I'm, mm. We're gonna have to get you to uh, to I review mean, it, man. Listen, me, I mean, but I mean, we have roast beef spots. Like, okay, I mean, I've had something like that, but I don't know the particular spot you're talking about. But like, okay, out here in Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, also, also all the way there down in the Notion. Notion's a very big avenue, you know what I'm saying? But in sheep, on the Sheepshead base, on the Sheepshead base side, there's a um. Rolling, it's a spot called Rolling Roaster. Okay. And that's like a landmark. You feel me? Like Brooklyn has a lot of Brooklyn has a lot of landmarks, but they have a spot called Rolling Roaster, and they and they have the all the, the, the roast beef sandwiches and the dips and all that cool shit. So yeah, but but I need to but put me on that spot you're talking about. Maybe I'll, I got maybe I'll, 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 I'll send you that link after, but like another thing that I was randomly thinking about when I was like just thinking about interviewing you is I remember at one one battle rap event, we'll get into battle rap, but I remember you eating empanadas as you were hosting. And I, and then like, bro, one of my favorite things in the world is a Venezuelan empanada. When you get the little olive inside of it and it's like a little surprise. Murder <laughs> my motherfucking empanada, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I started the podcast out. If like big battle rap nerds are fans of it. Anyway, we know that's a, we know that's a bumble Jack poison pen type thing, right? That. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, we were laughing. I'm going to do a bad segue because you just laughed, but I'm just going to give you a couple things or jot notes that I had working down. Like, so you were um, in one interview I was watching earlier. Um, you explained that you were very sick as a child. Do you want to maybe speak upon that and like how like that that kind of happened? I mean, I just had, I was born with real bad asthma and shit. I mean, in a nutshell, you know what I'm saying. I mean that, but but very 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 bad though. Like like I fucking checked out like before. Like, <laughs> but I'm good. You know, I, I I I obviously have it under control and shit. I was a child, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, I, I had very 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 bad asthma growing up. I was um hospitalized more times than I can count. I had to go, I had to uh move away from my family and stay at a um at a group home, but not for behavior, but for my for my for my sickness, for my, my my ailment. So I lived away from the from 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 home for two years. I was up in Westchester, you know what I mean? So yeah, definitely, definitely that the asthma shit was real, bro. It's real. You know hey. what I'm saying? But I'm I'm good now, but the asthma shit is very real. Yeah, no, I, I I had asthma as a kid, maybe not as bad, but I remember being in the hospital for months at an end yeah. later on like, then, when I was like six or seven. Then but. being in dirty ass New York, I mean, I love my city, but New York is filthy. Let's be real. So it wasn't, it just wasn't good for me, um, growing up as a kid. But that's where we, that's where we lived. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but but it was like I said, it was so bad. I literally had to leave for two years. Dang. And, and leaving for and leaving for two years without like I left for two years as a kid, like without my family type shit. Like I was, I went away with a whole bunch of new people and counselors and 
like you know what I mean not even not even in the city type shit. So it was a very big transition. You know what I mean? Like that's wild. Yeah, coming from Brooklyn, like that know, sounds like um Burbs in Westchester. Much different scenario. Like, that's crazy. But it sounds like Wallace from The Wire when Wallace had to go upstate after he snitched and Wallace is upstate. <laughs> yeah, you know, at it. I yeah. Swear, <laughs> when I watched The Wire, like, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Bro, pretty I show much. my side note, I show my girl the first episode of that the other day. She's like, that looks like a young Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a young Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. He was like fucking 10. Yeah. Oh, Michael bro, B. Jordan, man. Before hardball. Before hardball, yeah, bro. Uh, it was like that. It was like that. Yeah. Yeah. Much. All right. So upon that, like, I'm, I want to delve into other, like, things that I think are good questions that I've put up. But we have to get into it. Like, I know it's generic. But, like, how did you fall in love with hip-hop? And what was it like growing up in Brooklyn at the time that hip-hop was so prevalent? And, like, because I know, like back in the day, people just looked at you as a street battler before you got your name out as a host and as an actual MC and stuff. So, like, what was your formative years coming to as a the musician you are now? And, like, what was it like growing up? I guess, I guess uh, right place, right time. You know, I, I, you know I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in New York when hip-hop is taking the fucking planet over. Like, so I guess it, that was just... Oh wow, my, my friend of Mortal Technique is calling right now. Yeah. Bro, that's a guy I've been listening to since I was eight years old. Jesus that's, that's you just mentioned him. See that? that that's, that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> and, and, and I got him on silent because I'm having because I'm talking to you. It, it, that, that's I, love, bro. Bro, I'm that's, right that's I'm big. Call, I'm gonna call him back. Oh bad but, um, boy. Oh God. Jesus Christ. I just got picked over immortal. Let's go. <laughs> Look, you gotta ignore it for a mortal technique, bro. You're Jesus a special guy. Um I'm so man, red, I, right? I guess right I mean, right place, right time is you know. Um, obviously there were other influences out there, but hip hop is the only thing that spoke to me like that, man. Like it was just amazing. Like, you know, growing up and, and um, my family, my, like my, my, like I'm from Brooklyn. So like all these artists around, like, it, damn, how do I put it? Like, okay, you're from Nova Scotia. I guess it's different. Like when you hear an artist because they're not actively talking about for the most part, your surroundings, where you at. Like, I was there yesterday. Like, nah, but when I was a kid, literally, I guess being from a, a neighborhood, like, I don't know, being, I guess being in New York City helped a lot. I mean, the hip hop thing started here, but it's just like, I'm from Brooklyn and every, like, even when I was real young and I would hear like, Biz Marquee talk about the Albany Square Mall, it's like, Yo, I went Christmas shopping there with my mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was always around me. So it was just cool. Like, wow, these guys, like, I've been here. Like, and then, and then, and then when you become like, and then you're a teenager and get active. And then people are like, and then, and then you then, then the big homies is already doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Helter Skelter and them's already doing it. Cause they, they those are, those are my big homies. Like, I'm, the, I'm a little, I'm a little bro. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, so like, Black Moon and all this shit coming out. It's like, it shows that it's accessible. So I'm like, wow, okay. I'm a kid, but I'm like, but motherfuckers I see in my surroundings are actively participating in this culture. And my pops, my pops um, used to uh, record with a, a dude who's a, who's a hip hop pioneer in Brooklyn. My, my pops was friends with two Hip hop pioneers in Brooklyn. Um, 
Cutmaster DC, who did that song from the 80s, um, Brooklyn in the house is Brooklyn. That's it. Every like my that was my pop good friend. Like my pops had a studio in our crib. So like these fucking legends from when I was a child, they be in the crib. Like, okay. Like this motherfucker had a rec had records out when I was, I can't remember how old I was. You know what I mean? He's got these like these some of the first motherfuckers that ever put out music on some Brooklyn shit. And then he used to also deal with a producer from Best Style called Fresh Gordon. And that's another dude who was putting out fucking records in the 80s, man. He was on Tommy Boy. You know what I'm saying? And he was a big producer in Best Style. And like he was so no he's notable because um Jazzo and Jay Jazz and Jay-Z and them used to record Fresh Gordon. He was over there on Van Buren. Right? He was on Van Buren? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this it was always right there. It was something that I've always just seen. It was always accessible. And I'm like, okay. At first, I was just fine with being a fan. Like I, I love, like for the first time I remember hearing hip hop, I loved it. You know what I'm saying? The, the culture, everything, the way people dressed, the way people spoke, because it was the voice of our neighborhoods. But you know what I'm saying? It was the voice of our neighborhoods. So it was like, it was kind of like had to happen. It kind of had to happen, bro. Like, and it's funny because I have siblings and shit like that. So it's not like everybody turned into fucking rappers and shit. Like, nah, I'm the only one that did that. But it's, I guess it spoke to me differently. Like, nothing else, nothing else gave me that voice, gave me that outlet, made me feel how it felt. So I figured, fuck it. Let me stay active in the culture that, that, that speaks to me like that. You know what I mean? So whether it was, um, you know, and, and I did, you know, I was rhyming in school. We just have, we just have, like, we were just doing it for fun, bro. It was just fun. It was just a fun thing. And then, but realizing, like I said, how accessible things were, it just turned, it gradually turned into, because you now people, my, like older people in my cypher, like I said, was already getting record deals. And like I said, Helter Skelter is, is fucking, um, doing anything, my, my my bro Pumpkinhead was, you know what I mean, was on fucking Stretch Armstrong and Bobito and shit like that, and like seventeen and shit like that. So I'm looking at these motherfuckers like, oh shit, we can do this, like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Talib, you feel me? Like these are all people that I've known since like a kid, you feel me? And everyone was actively prolific. I'm like, is it in your fucking drinking water? Like, is it just like that? You know it's what I'm like, because it's like New York pizza or something. No, that's what I'm saying. Because yo, like literally, like, like big from my hood. You feel me? Lil C's from my hood. Oh shit. Lil Kim from my hood. Foxy Brown, not too not too far away. Most Def from my hood. Fabulous from my hood. Like every like like this is this is these are lo these are local people who. I've had conversations with a lot of them. You know, a lot of them older. Most of those motherfuckers older. You know what I mean? Jay-Z's from my hood, bro. Like, you understand what I'm trying to say? So there was so many people right in my face and right from my direct surroundings that showed me, that did it before me, that showed me that it was, bro, we got this. Like, so I, I just fell right in tradition. I just fell right in tradition and 
You know, I had a talent. Like I said, my, my father was, my pops was already in the stool. So this is something that was already surrounding You're, me. I feel like you're like, and what I like, it's hard to, to exactly explain, but you as a person like, um, implement hip hop in to its core. Like you are hip hop. And in one of your interviews, like speaking about your pops, which I didn't know before, but in something I was, I was uh, studying earlier is like, you were speaking about how you wanted to be remembered for taking the standards of living and breathing hip hop and passing it on to the next generation and not just right. it being a phase. And so I think that kind of speaks volumes to what you're trying to explain right now, because it's hard. Like when I was asking you compared to another person, say a person's from a smaller place that doesn't have as much of a hip hop um, uh, history, you know, it's like a small town where you become the legend, right? With you, you were, born into it and involved around it and in the in the neighborhood growing up seeing everything around you right it's almost like if i was like if i grew up working on like a universal set or something and becoming a tv director you know so with with, with, like with you like you had that you gained this name for battling before you became this host and and like i want to know like was it one of those things where everyone's like yo my my boy pen he's going to battle this dude because like when they, when they heard about another dude from another neighborhood or was it more or less you just trying to get your name up? That's all it was about. I'm, I'm bro. I got, I love that. Like, obviously I love battle rap. I'm actively a part of battle rap. I'm, I'm one of the people that push battle rap to where it's at. I haven't been an active battle rapper. In Since 2000. Now nah, you battled D-Rex in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, it, it, it didn't that But okay, even then, I wasn't active. I did that. Because, I did that because I'm a, I rhyme, bro. Like it, people, it's funny because people, most people, a lot of people that know me, they'll know me from one thing and not realize all the other shit I did. There's people that know me from battle rap. Don't know. They don't know shit about the music. People that know me from a mortal technique shit because that's my brother and I, and I'm and I'm and I'm hands on with everything in, in, in his world. That don't, you know what I mean? So it's like, yo, bro. First and foremost, fuck everything else. I rhyme, bro. Check my check my jacket. I got. I've, I've I have more than fifty plus features. You know what I'm saying? I I've, 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 I I I I not I don't fucked it up with anybody from Doom to Apathy to fucking Immortal Technique to fucking Styles P. You know what I mean? Fucking to the to the, to, the, to these boot camp brothers to like. I done, I done been doing this shit forever, bro. Like, so like, that's what I, I rhyme, bro. Like, I rhyme, like, fuck anything else. But I, you know what I mean? But the battle shit was, at the time coming up, there wasn't much organization. I mean, there was, I mean, the new music seminar shit was before my time. You know what I'm saying? And then obviously the whole grind time, URL, king of the dot, whatever thing, I helped usher that in. So I, I, I was like in the middle Limbo kind of like I did, was I did it more or less like, like that blaze battles and then maybe like in I did, front of, I did a blaze in, battle in, in front of was it like in front of underground hip hop shows too maybe and then no, like EO dub I, I was outside bro yeah yeah like, I was one of the motherfuckers in the street like I did I mean I did the um, ADA hip hop battles I mean I did a lot of organized battles but what I'm trying to say is when I was active all all, all the organized shit wasn't really a thing you know what I mean so I don't. I've like as much as I as much as I am part I'm I'm one of the part of the DNA fabric of battle rap. I'm not I don't, I don't consider myself a battle rapper. 
Oh you no! Understand what I'm trying to say? I consider I have, poison pen as poison pen. That's the hard thing yeah. that I'm trying to sell on this on this interview is like, yeah, yeah. Poison no, pen is an MC. I mean, he's a presence. He's a person. He's a representative of where he's from. He's a representative of hip hop, and he's also like a, a forerunner and, and 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 like a showcaser for the scene and bringing it to where it is. Like all all upon that one quote that I said where. You're you're representing hip hop and trying to give it to the new generation yeah, I, on every I'm, aspect. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get game so I can, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people don't have father. I mean, I said father figures, but in a way, like if people if people don't have the guidance, they don't they don't know where to take shit. You feel me? And and I've guided shit. I can't even count how many people. You know what I mean? Don't get me careers. started. This man has has done so much for so many people in his yeah. life. Um, all, in, all in all, I run, bro. That's what I love to do more than anything. I run, bro. I'm and like dead nights, I run. And you know like saying? That's, we made yeah. a we made a joke about your last battle being 2012 with Ryman and stuff, but and like factuality. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But in factuality, your actual last battle was in 1999, and then after that, you began to host shows, and you would host nope. shows. No, uh-huh. uh, damn it. Oh. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, like I said, I did Fight Club. Oh, you did Fight Club. I did Fight. Cl- I lost, but I did it. I did. <laughs> I did Fight Club in whatever year, oh five, whatever. Okay, before. there's. I got. I mean, I gotta, I've done, I've done I got shit here and there, but as far as actively, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I did. As a matter of fact, when I did Blaze Battle, it was it was that was in the 2000s. That wasn't in the 90s and shit like that. You know what I'm Not bad. I fucked up. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Tried to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried it's all to, good. It's all good. Like, uh, um, you, you, you know more than most. So I ain't here's, here's you, one. Here's one. Tell me about the TV shows you were doing pilots for. <sighs> Quite a few. Let me see if I can remember. Because, I mean, end of the day, if, if I stop getting paid from, I really don't care no more. Um, oh, you're getting the Jameson, bro. I like that. My 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 older brother, my oldest, my older brother would love that. <laughs> this was this was me and PH. Me and PH was Jameson brothers. Rest in peace. Except my man Blitz, my man, my man, I love Blitzkrieg too. But yeah, Jameson to the face, word the PH. Uh, now ask the question again. Sorry, I had to sip. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I was, uh, I was saying, um, yeah, I was trying to because I fucked up, so I was trying to get like a better uh, gem for for me messing up. Um, your uh, pilots on your TV shows. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because um, you did quite a few of them in the early two thousands, right? Yeah, I've, I've done a shitload of pilots, bro. Um, that's 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 the essence. That's how it is in the world. You do what you're doing to something, pick up and run. You never know what people are going to run with. So that's the thing. You got to stay creative and stay doing other things. But um, let me see. Battle rap related. I did a big pilot for BET <clears throat> years before um they even did the UFF shit. This is still like during the grind time heyday. And they called me up. They 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 um. We threw some ideas around, you know, what they were trying to do for this battle rap show because um, they were, they were pretty much trying, you know, 106 and Park, the whole, the whole Freestyle Friday was like, obviously one of the biggest segments and, you know, on BET or whatever. So they were like, so they were trying to build this show. They were pretty much trying to do like a Freestyle Friday show for the most part, for the lack of a better way to put it. Like they were trying to do a show just with, just with the Freestyle Friday elements. So I bought I bought a bunch of motherfuckers out there. Dutch was one of them. I bought out, let me see, I bought out like DNA, Dutch Vega, Zim. 
fucking Lady Luck. Damn. This is this is this is a long time ago, so I'm just throwing names that I remember. Lady, there was more people there, but those are the ones I remember because, and and they started doing that TV shit. They saw big, they saw Zim, and they were like, okay. And this is how I know motherfuckers are out of touch, man. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, we're we're, we're hip hop. I mean, I mean, obviously there's there's flashy elements, so there's elements of 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 a uh, a little uh, pageantry and shit. But for the most part, even if you even if you're into that. Even if you're even if you're doing an image, it's usually an image that that person wants to portray. You know what I mean? It's not like okay, I'm gonna play this. You know what I mean? So we 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 did the auditions and shit, but the, and I was you know I recruited all the talent and I was hosting and announcing and blah blah blah. And I and I remember one thing I remember is that they saw Zim, Ziploc Zim, and they were like, "Yo, um, Zimmer bags in." Yeah, you should put on. So they made him dressing like a fucking suit. Like a weird fucking, they try to dress him like a fucking. They, I don't know what. Like I don't know if they was on some WWE shit. Like let's give him a gimmick. Like so, Zim is a regular Philly dude. You know what I'm saying? Big boy, spit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just but you know, basic Philly dude. You know what I mean? Back in that whatever time that was, pretty much no 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 bells and whistles. Philly dude. You feel me? They were like, oh, but you have this big boy up here. We can, you know what? Yo, they made this motherfucker put on like a fucking zoot suit from the 1940s and shit. They made him wear this weird ass mobster suit and a fucking dumbass hat and shit. And they started calling him the Big Z. I'm like, yo, I, I, I ain't signed up for this fuck shit, bro. But yeah, so they were doing all sorts of weird shit, man. And uh, but yeah, I booked that shit. I don't remember the name of the show, but we booked that. that it was fun. It was a great experience, man. But that was that was the one I can remember off Battle Rap. That was one that I can remember. It was um we shot it in Queens. I mean, I got a good bag for for setting shit up and all that, but you know, you also want shit to take off. You know, television is good money, man. You know, it's and streaming and all that. I mean, it's that's good money. So you kind of want to. I mean, every, I mean, everything you do, you want to take off. You want it to take off. You know what I mean? But yeah, that that BET situation was very interesting. But um, you know, I think I think it didn't work because they were just trying to do all the extras instead of letting motherfuckers be here. They are just let. You know what I mean? Obviously, you want certain things to look a certain way for television. It just it just is what it is. But at the same time, you can't just totally put people in situations or opportunities that they don't even want to be in. Like, like, you can't tell me to go put some shit on that I ain't trying to wear. You know what I mean? Have me looking all... Now, now like I say, they ain't do nothing too crazy to compromise motherfuckers' morals and shit. Like, it ain't like that. But at the same time, I'm... Pen gonna be pen. I'm gonna represent me. Like, I did, I did movies... And pulled up with my fit type shit. Yo, I got this, I got this, I got this. Okay, you can wear this. And, and, and I pull up because I'm because I'm always gonna be me. When I did body this shit, I pulled up the hat. Shout shout to my man, shout to my bro Nims. Nims is doing very Nims is going through the roof right now. Bing bong, like, it's Nims. crazy. Ooh, yeah. I took I, I went, I went to Nims, I got the fucking life shit. Cause I I'm fucking life as well. I've been fucking life for. 15 plus years. That's my for 20 years. Oh, like, bro. Was, I was listening to your and Nem's music video from like 2008 or something, like the, the Nem's Poison Pen music video where you had your hair out. Or no, it was 2012, I think. But you had your hair out, and bro. Like, was, it was Math, like 08. It was like Math, Math Hoff was in the music video. DNA's in the music video. Like, yeah, we got no, me. I mean, Nem's is my bro. I mean, I got me and Nem's was actually, um, we had a duo, you know what I mean? But 
it's, it's funny because it was actually my fault that we didn't finish the fucking project and shit. You know what I mean? It was called Poison Murder Fest. It's actually a video. We got a video of Poison Murder Fest. You know what I'm saying? That's out on YouTube and all that. I had, I had it out before they took it down, man. I, all my old videos got taken down a while ago. I don't know if somebody, I don't know if it was, I'm not going to say haters, but all of my old videos that got all these views got taken down. I have no reason, no idea why. But me and them, we did a song, Poison Murder Fest, and I had, it had stupid views, and they took it down. But I think Nims put it back on his page. But yeah, shout out to my bro Nims, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want to like speak on something I think that's like a lot of people might not know, but like people who are certain tuned in will know is if you watch um, the WRC's 2007 in New York, the finals, we have people like every single person who is part of why Madel modern battle rap is where it is today from you to Pumpkinhead to the components <laughs> to the MCs to the like it's just like it, that one room is insane like I've interviewed every single division from WRC 07 to Atlanta to Orlando to King of the Dot to like Toronto sorry to like Melbourne to England even Kruger when Ur and Archaic were battling Kruger was in the cut in yeah. 2007 like and so I met the, I met I met those three brothers that day, I met all three of them that day back in 07. And so what in your perspective, in your mind, because you were part of G tech, you were part of poison pen TV. You took grind time battles to URL. You, you are, were part of uh, the King of the dot playoff. Like you've done so you've done too many things in life for me to try to, to Massacre, ask. Like, but, motherfucker, dude, um, dude, total, total 2009, yeah. the, the, the series where you had, Tricky P and Lo Pesci in the first King of the Dot coming to grind time. And you had mm -hmm. things like A-Class and Caustic and like um, Mike Flames battling DNA on a freestyle in the middle of the street. like By the pizza shop, Avenue A. We was right by the pizza Come on, man. We Listen, history, man. I like that. History. You, you sifting through. I like that. I like that. Bro, I just want to give respect real quick to Jesse James, Dutch Vegas, Sarah Connor, uh, like Pumpkinhead, rest in peace. Like I just want to be like, like the like, dude, like the American Poison Pen did a thing with Immortal Technique where he did a tournament with some of the best MCs from Grind Time and some of my favorite MCs to this day: Sunny Bamboo, Nestle, Madness, A Class, No Can Do. Mm -hmm. The 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 tour the the tour uh, um, matchup where whoever would win would go on a tour with you in Immortal Technique. Poison Pen has done some of the biggest things in battle rap, and like he he's very humble to where he calls himself inside of battle rap's history, but. Like even um, I remember watching PH um, host old Scribble Jam events. I'm sure you were at those events. No, but Judge Scribble Jam too. Actually, I actually was in Scribble Jam. I was in Scribble Jam. Um, I was in Scribble Jam. I can't remember the year. Who won that year? It was like sixty something MCs. So it it was, has to, that's, back, has, that's back in the day. That's it has to be a backpacker. Nowadays. It has to be like uh, Brother Ali or like Sage Francis or like yeah, Mac and, and, like, and it's funny. See, my <laughs> history goes from the street shit to that. Like my like I'm one of the few that really that really that really goes through all those avenues and planes. Like I'm from the style, bro. I'm from the block, son. But those is my brothers. Ali, I, I didn't toy with Ali. I I didn't been. I'd have been through 10 countries and 30 states with Brother Ali, 40 states with Brother Ali. Like, that's, and that's my man. That's my and that's, man. that's a, uh, as an underground hip hop fan. Pain, brother Ali, but, and I, but Ali was there, Scribble Jam, all that shit. As an underground hip hop fan, I'm, I'm like, a, that's, that's what makes me love it, man. 
Like, and that's what I want to touch on. I want to touch on that with like, we spoke about it earlier, but we we didn't go delve into it. Like, what was it like? Because I feel like your first come up in the game was being a kid under boot camp click. Like you were a youngin for boot camp click almost, you know? My first, probably my first come up artist. I mean, yeah, they taught me a lot, period. So I'm always going to give them that credit. Those, those, are my, those, are my, those are my chiefs. I'm always going to give them that credit. But artist-wise, it's just me with my voice. The first thing that ever gave me any notoriety definitely was not no boot camp click shit. It was um, 88 Hip Hop. 88 Hip Hop was, was, um, was one of the um, first internet hip hop radio stations. And they were they, they were based um, in Manhattan or whatever have you. And I would go there after school and battle. And that's the first place where um, I was able to um, get a name on some rap shit. And I met so many people there. And this is, I'm talking, I'm a teenager, bro. And I'm talking like, I'm, a, I'm up in there with fucking Outkast. What? Big L, my man, rest in peace. For real? I'm with Outkast, Big L, Fat Joe, Big Pun. Like, I'm a kid, bro. And these, you know what I'm saying? So that, that was my first, that was my first entry. It's my first, uh, any bit of notoriety as Poison Pen as far as, yo, you heard this nigga rap? Yo, this dude nice, ah, ah, whatever, whatever. It was 88 Hip Hop. Shout out to my brother Stealth Index Stronghold. Because he, he was, he was, he was the one, he was the host and he was one of the people that put me on. And that's another reason to why, like, I'm just like, I'm stumped in this interview because uh, Poison just, he's been around, like, I try to know what I know, but he just, he's a real OG in the game, you know? Um, <laughs> been around a little, a, a little bit. What I want to talk yeah, about, because like, you see the beer, bro? You see the beer? Wow, baby. Just a little, just a little. Um, let's, let's do little this bit, one. Little this, bit. this is a little bit, uh, a little bit throw bike right there. A little bit of throw bike. Um. <laughs> Bro, you were a voice in Rockstar games from Grand Theft Auto to the Warriors. And like nobody really talks about that. Yeah, I tell you, I do a lot of shit, bro. Yeah, um, definitely. I did uh, I did um multiple Grand Theft Auto games. Multiple, at least three, four of them. And I did Warriors. And, and the funny shit is all that came from. Uh-huh, get right. I see you ghost drops. Yeah, organic, you sent me a whole lot of butt. I did a lot, I didn't did a lot of. I didn't did a lot of favors for organic man. You know he need he need to make sure my lungs is right perpetually. You know uh, what I'm saying? I'm saying yo poison. I heard New York's expensive, sixty one for a half quarter, bro. Yeah, that's 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 a little costly. But we got the battle rapper discount. I work at a weed store right now, and I and I tag organic in my weed store posts, and he hooks it up. There you have it. There you have it. Shout <laughs> shouts to the guy. Shout to the guy. But yeah, I want you to talk about the video game stuff and how that came to be because your homie from um, uh, Florida is the one who hooked it up for you. Like I said, this shit, that's funny how, like I said, all this shit is battle rap, bro. I met to go, let me see how shit, see how shit interlocks. I got, yeah. I got my, I got all my video game, well, most of all that Rockstar work, because I, I don't work for other video game companies as well, but the shit that people would know, no, no, no. Off top is Grand Theft Auto, so like, come on, bro. And I got that on the strength of battle rap. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. Um, I was in a, I was at the Blaze battle. I was in a Blaze battle, and my man El Juba, 
my man, what's, what's his real his real name is what does he go by now? But his name is Greg. But um, El Juba, I did the Blaze battle, and El Juba was one of the contestants in the Blaze battle. He actually worked with Blaze. He um, he was very um, he was very he was in with my he was cool. With my bro Breeze ever flowing was one of my big 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 bros. You know what wow. I'm saying? Breeze ever Breeze ever flowing don't get enough credit. Breeze ever flowing is that nigga. Wow, dude, that right that's an OG in the game. Oh my god, <laughs> what nigga? That's my OG. That's 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 technique OG. Like nigga, I bet that like, Breeze is my bro, son. Like I don't give a fuck if rap don't exist. I don't give a fuck what 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 how what what. Breeze is my fucking nigga. Facts. But uh, anyway, we did the uh, Blaze battle and uh, El Juba. That was his name, so I'm gonna call him by the name of the battle. El Juba was in the battle. He he um he. I battled um fucking Rod Digger. It was funny because Rod Digger. It's funny I had a conversation with Rod Digger because I hosted the uh I did that uh Saigon Vital battle a few months back, and Rod Digger was one of the pay per view hosts. And then Rod Digger, I mean me and Rod Digger we've been cool for years by now, but I had to tell. Her, I said yo, I said, I said yo, it's funny. I'm like yo. I said, it's funny how I'm sitting here hosting this and doing uh, doing all this from this side. I said, the first time I, I ever seen you, the first time I ever met you, you was hosting my battle. You know what I mean? She was like, what? And I told her the whole Blaze battle shit in Florida. She was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, son, that's crazy. Now I'm hosting a battle. You, you over there doing the pay-per-view. Like, see how shit... But anyway, that, that's how the shit all goes. But anyway, back to the back to that. I did I did the Blaze battle, and, my, and El Juba was also in the Blaze battle. And um, afterwards, like I said, like like most of this this rap shit is camaraderie, man. Like uh, I really try to tuck my ego. You know, I know what I, I know what I do, but it's like, all right, cool, like whatever. You know what I'm saying? So you know, if you fuck with what somebody do, give them respect. So Juba came up to me talking, yo, you yo, you don't, you don't. We all give each other credit. And someone's like, yo, you got a dope voice. And like I'm young, I don't know how to take that. Like what the fuck you mean by that? Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Thanks. Like, and he was like, nah, you got a dope voice. He was like, yo, you ever thought about doing video games? Nah, but nigga call me. Fuck you mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, sure. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, give me your number. I, 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 whatever. Boom. I get some of my links, all that. And he was already in loop with my bro, like I said. And then one day, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Regular shit. I'm in, I'm at home. I'm in Brooklyn doing what I do. So hit me up. Boom. Yo, are you ready to do that? Do what? Yeah, you ready to do these voices? You want to do, do this video game work? I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he was like, the first, so the first was like, yo, we doing this, we doing this Warriors game. This is years back. We doing, a, we doing this game of Warriors. I want you to read for Cyrus. And I'm like, Cyrus? I'm like, bro, I'm not an actor, bro. I don't know how to do that, son. Like, I don't, what the fuck? He was like, yo, just go in, just read, bro. Just go, just read. And my thing is, Warriors, that's a New York gang movie. That's one of the first movies I seen as a kid. My mother used to love that movie. The Warriors. Exactly. Come on, it's Coney me. Island, it's Brooklyn. Like, so like that's like like so like Warriors is one of my favorite movies from a kid. So I'm like, so I know what Cyber sounded like. I'm like, yo. I'm not an actor. I don't know. I can't emulate that voice. He had a very, can you count suckers? Like he had a very, like if you if you're a Warriors fan, and somebody does that voice different, it's a dub. You getting torn down. 
So I knew I didn't sound like Cyrus and I didn't do impersonations and shit. You know what I mean? So I did it. I went to the spot. I read for Cyrus. I did the whole, can you dig it? I did the whole shit. You know what I mean? And obviously I didn't get the Cyrus part, but it was like, yo, but yo, we got these other parts. It was it was a little mini, mini, minimal background shit, but it was shit that propelled me though. I've never done it before. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. So I went in there, boom, did these voices, whatever, whatever. It was cool. Game came out, whatever. It was love. You know what I'm saying? They, they was fucking with my work. And then later on, this motherfucker called me, yo, I need you to come back. Yo, we doing Grand Theft Auto, this, 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 and that. I'm like, what? And, you know, and, and it helped that Rockstar Offices is right, was right there. I don't know where they at now. I haven't been in a while, but Rockstar Offices is right there in Manhattan on, on fucking... Uh, it was on Broadway. Ironic, ironically, a few blocks from 88 Hip Hop where I got my start at. Like, it was right down the block. We're on the same, like, literally, they was down by the Wendy's over there. You know, fat boy shit. It was by the Wendy's. You know what I'm saying? So I got a junior bacon cheeseburgers for the win. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> I was like, yo, bet. So I pull up. I pull up to Rockstar. Boom. Go up there. Uh-uh. They start giving me scripts. I start knocking them out. It shit was easy. Because my thing is, I've, I've I've done I've done a few roles and shit, but it's like you want me to read it? It just show emotion while I'm reading. That's easy. Like, to, but it was easy. I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? It was easy to me. Um, uh, mem- mem- memorizing other people's lines and, and and acting that's 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 a little different. But just like you want me to, but like we're doing voiceover work. I'm sitting here with the shit in my hand. I'm just like, okay, you're gonna take it. Like if it's whack, you're not gonna use it. Like you're gonna take it over and over. Like. So I did like, I went and did like two games in like an hour. Bang, 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 bang. They was like, all right, bet. So I throw me checks. You know what I'm saying? So I started doing Grand Theft. I did Grand Theft. I did the uh, Liberty City, Vice City. I did uh, I did the Gay Tony shit. Uh, PG, PG Clayton. That, that, that PG Clayton mission in the Grand Theft shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did all that. I did all that, man. So shit, and, and that was on the strip for Battle Rap. That was me doing a battle. Doing my thing, and somebody there heard me and was like, "Yo, you sound good." So it's funny, like this this hip hop shit can take you so many different fucking places just having a voice. That's fucking wild because after doing a little bit of research and like being like, "Okay, like he's in the games," and then I'm playing them back and I'm like, "Oh, I'm hearing fucking pen." Like I'm thinking about like him hosting battles and I'm thinking about like listening to his my music voice everywhere, bro. My voice, niggas don't understand. My voice is a lot of places that people don't even realize, bro. So pen is like. A, a big figure in hip hop and battle rap too, but like also in hip hop, like when he travels, he does. He he's been quoted to say like he does as much hosting gigs as he does shows, and like the biggest thing is to like promote yourself as an artist no matter what, and get your name out there no matter what, and get and get how you hear out there no matter what. And I think right. that's a, a big testament to all of that. That's a fact. Like my my, my voices in places that. I've never been. I mean, yo, you know how many millions of copies? Grant, and, and I'm not saying that I made Grant Theft Auto sell millions of copies. But what I'm saying is, my voice is in places like yo, bro. Grant Theft Auto has tens of millions of in tens of millions of homes. You feel me? And I'm in that shit, bro. Like I'm active. Like you know, that's a beautiful thing. That like something. You know, it, it's something as small as that, but that shit gonna last. That shit gonna stay. Like that's me. That's your like, voice. That shit, that, that shit's gonna last. 
after I, I after I, I after I expire, you go, you know what I'm saying? Open, boom, boom, boom. Like that's that's dope. That's like that's that's that shit that lives on type shit. I mean, that's not the end of bill or nothing, but it's just dope to have that accolade. You know what I mean? It's just one of those checks off the list, basically. Right, right, you know? right. Like right. and like a big ass list, like compared to a person like me, where it's like, okay, I can at least like uh, pay rent, but it's like uh, I haven't done this, 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 and this. You know, like I'm not uh, some, I'm not a, as big of a figure as a, a a poison pen, which is like a hero of mine. Um, so in battle rap, man, like you go from you know doing your thing to hosting events to the blaze battles, all this type of th- of stuff. Um, and then you're in that room in, in WRC 07 and then grind time comes around and then you end up running grind time East coast in like the 2010s and doing those crazy events, but then also collaborating with King of the dot and everything that they've done within like basically grind time. Well, not sorry, not grind time and King of the dot America and all that type of stuff, at least on the East coast and the South. And then of course of the West, um, what's it like for you to see, battle rap come from like these cool battle tournaments to like a formidable almost career on a certain percentile of the battlers it's a trip bro because we didn't even know that was a path like that was not even i didn't even know that was a possibility i mean we we're the ones that made it a possibility though so that's the thing but it's it's just interesting like everything evolves bro like i would you i would have never guessed when we was doing this shit doing or whatever, whether when I was a kid doing a fucking scribble or blaze to, you know what I mean? I would have never, ever, ever, ever in a, a thousand years fi- figured that it would have turned to something that is almost like rivals like a professional sports or UFC or whatever have you. Bruh, I, I, I mean, I'm glad. I'm very happy because we, 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 um, we we built we literally built the industry. We literally built the industry from nothing, bro. Motherfuckers throw shows and throw battles and throw venues because we did it. The thing is, there was people like us, like when when PH was doing the shits in the record stores and all that. I'm like, yo, fam, we got to think bigger. Nobody was throwing battle cards. Period. Point blank. We the ones that started that shit. Facts. We didn't start doing. We we didn't start battle rap. No. I'm not saying that. Battle rap was going on since the 70s, 80s, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But the innovations that we brought to the game, I, I could I could attribute things directly to what we were doing. URL directly started as competition to what I was doing in New York. Directly. They came from, they directly, they built their empire off what, what's Penn doing? Oh, let's offset that. Certified facts. Cross records do the time check is facts. And it's and it's all good because that means I inspired mad motherfuckers, bro. I inspired mad people, bro. I inspired smack, nigga. I inspired organic. Not the indoor be I'm not the indoor be all or nothing, but the innovations that we've that we put forth shape the culture of battle rap, period. Pay-per-views, streaming. That's all us, bro. That's all us. That's all. That's all shit that I that I directly innovated or had a very heavy hand in making happen. Every pivotal point in battle rap history is some shit I helped steer. 
You know what I'm saying? I love people a home like fries. I love, you know I love, I love a home fries. Everybody else on because I don't bang no particular whatever. I've always been me. I've always been self-sufficient. I don't give a fuck about none of these motherfuckers, bro. If you're not doing what's proper for the for the sport, I care about me and mine. But I can't. But I. But I'm one of the people that legit do this shit for love. Cause ain't nobody got the hours I got in this shit. Follow the shit. Call me a lie. Prove me wrong, yo. In, nobody in, got the hours, the time, the energy. None, nobody got the, the fucking the, the drive that I have and the longevity that I've had in this particular industry to push it forward and to be selfless and be like, yo, you know what? I see this person's time. Let me put that before me. I rap. End of the day, my ego, I should want to be in front of everybody just, ah, but I don't care. Because he, me giving you love and me and me pushing you to the forefront, whether it be a person like it, whether it be a Jay, whether it be I Solomon, whether it be Nims, whether it be a mortal technique, whether it be Swave Sever, you know what I'm saying? Whether, whether whoever, Rome, you know what I'm saying? Like, like big facts. How the Don, DNA, real deal. Like, nigga, even giving, like, even in New York, giving people like No Can Do, Sunny Bamboo, right? Uh, like, uh, A Class, like. Uh, like uh, given a lot of people, uh, you did you had one of the biggest first pay per view events that like obviously it might have not gone as well, but because you're learning. But awkward's versus Roan, that's one of the biggest battles of history in that time. Like yeah, Roan coming up and awkward's not having battled for a while. Awkward's having battled cats from New York in Oakland, and then finally oh, coming okay. to New now, York. Now doing your history right now, you said one of the biggest da da da. What was the name of that event? Oh, fuck, I was just watching it earlier. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, you ain't got to, it's fucking, it's, it's my interview. I, I'm not going to say it quiz you, but I'm, the, the point I'm getting at is I knew, I knew that I knew the ramifications of it. So I named it Follow the Leader. That's what it was, Follow every, the Leader. And then right, it was right after that, you had done your first event, I think, with Immortal when you were doing the, the eight man tournament for the thing. Mm -hmm. was. Yeah, and then it was the second round there. And I remember you had like I might have had like T Money Bags versus Real Deal there or something. I'm not too sure. Money bags and real deal. That was a drum. Was that one of the tournament? That was a tournament battle? That man, it's been no, that was a one-on-one. -on -one. No, okay. that was a one-on-one. -on -one, yeah. I don't I don't think I don't think that was a tournament though. Maybe it no, was that, it? that 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 might have been um Poison Pen TV's first battle. Like there's a there's a right. battle like uh behind the scenes thing when yeah, Dirtbag battled PH. PH uh yeah 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 but what i'm saying but when i did the father leadership i knew i knew that it was going to be what everyone was going to be going to you know what I'm saying? i knew that was going to be the the new model that people were going to follow like i've i think i think my curse is that i've always been too ahead of the curve because i be ahead of the curve and i do shit and then somebody do the same shit three four years later and, and all of a sudden they innovated this is, this has happened to me multiple times. Like people give everyone credit for innovating. It's like, yo, bro, all the innovators did was follow my innovations. Yeah, because at that event, another innovative thing that you did was you did Swave Seven QB versus Young Gaddis and Direct, a male, uh, a male and, and female two battle. Two. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, bro, I, I, a, a lot of the firsts. I did a lot of firsts, but you know. The first, the first is never, is, is, is a lot of times the first person, the first person is really the, the, the celebrated person. Yep. 
The first person is the one that uh, the trial and error and everything. So everyone else does it. And hey, look what I did. I reinvented the wheel. Like, all right, no doubt. The facts. When that's people how, think, that's how it works. You know when saying? people think of like um, hip hop as like a nerd, you, when you think of hip hop beginning, you think of like um, Kumo D putting it into the, like the generator on like the telephone pole. They don't. They don't credit Sugar Hill Gang. The hip hop don't stop. Like you know, <laughs> like for me, I always just think of Kumo D. But like, uh, you got to credit Sugar Hill Gang, or you got to credit Blondie or the Rap Cat with Paul Abdul. You know, you don't ever have to credit the Rap Cat with Paul Abdul. I mean, I don't. <laughs> you don't ever have to do that. <laughs> but I hear what you were trying to say. <laughs> Bro, I'm just like I'm a I'm a recollection of the beef DVDs as, as a white guy from Ontario. Opposites <laughs> attract. That's your man, Scat Cat. Yeah, Scat Cat. That's who it was. Chill out, man. I know my shit, man. <laughs> of course, but yeah, but do. not you know the, the the people that paved the way are really the people that get celebrated. You know well, and saying? that's when I want to speak about like um certain groups who are a part of and ends are still a part of and like how big they were to me. Speaking of. In particularly, um, like Rebel Arms and Guerrilla Republic. Rebel Arms, I mean, that's that's home team, man. We actually, uh, I mean, shout out to Guerrilla Republic. You know what I mean? I don't have any, uh, like, it's I support them, but I don't. You know, that's that's more of a motor technique thing. Like they parted up and did some things or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But um, I mean, love is love, but I don't. You know, whatever. But um. That's not me. That's me being out of study. That's me smoking a bit too much too much weed. No, no, brother. You ask questions like you ask questions because you don't know the direct answer. So it's like <laughs> it's, it's 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 in the field. So it's cool. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, as far as Guerrilla Republic, like you know, shout to them. But I really, you know, what I mean, I, I supported them because they support my brother and they um, you know, I well, I, you know, I, I helped them with the, you know, rock some of the clothing and shit. For, they they supplied us with some. We'll talk about Team Hami too. Then we'll do Team. But yeah, but you know, then. but I'm I'm Rebel Arms Team Hami. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what that's what it is. Rebel Arms Team Hami. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the factions. You know what I'm saying? Like that's home team. You know, Rebel Arms Team Hami. You feel me? How do you but, um, um? How do you take a chopped cheese? How like my chopped cheese? <laughs> well, white white American. White American cheese, first of all, or provolone, you know what I'm saying? White American or provolone. Um, if they got some good, if they got some good turkey bacon, good turkey, tur- there's some trash turkey bacon out there, some horrible turkey bacon. But if, if you got some good turkey bacon, or even like, I, I try not to, I try to stay away from the pork, but some, you know, maybe some regular bacon, depending on what it is. But uh, nah, you got to get the chop, you know what I'm saying? Get, 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 some, get some onions on there. I'm not big on the peppers. Throw some mayo, a little hot sauce, you know what I mean? Some lettuce, maybe some curly fries on the side, you feel me? And we lit. Okay, you got to- lit. That's, that's when, a good night. I might, I might I, get a chopped cheese after this. I might go up the block and get some chopped cheese after this, man. I don't know. I ain't have, I, a, chopped cheese. I ain't have a chopped cheese. In, I, don't, I might not have had a chopped cheese all 2022, man. It might be time to pick up a chopped cheese, man. I, mean, I don't think I have one this whole year. I think you got to get one, and when I come there, we got to get one. Got to get one yeah, right yeah, as you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know plenty chopped cheese spots, man. And with the you empanadas, and we got to get some good Italian food. Oh, that's light. Yeah, that's that's easy. That's easy. What's your favorite pasta? Depends on what I'm in the mood for, man. Depends on what I'm in the mood for. I'm a big, but I'm a big the, spaghetti for, guy. I love spaghetti. For man. for the purpose of the, for the, for the purpose of this interview, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say penny. 
<laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say Penny for my thoughts. All right. Uh, Poison Pen, you're talking about uh, relevant um, lines or relevant things going on in New York growing up in hip hop. One of the biggest things I think of when I think of like 90s hip hop and referential things, I think of um, uh, Fife Dog saying, uh, bust off on your couch. Now you got Siemens furniture. Now, did you see the Siemens <laughs> furniture commercials growing up? That, that, that's but that's what made it. That's what made it hard back in the day when he said that when he's kids. Because <laughs> I, I remember, I remember like people used to try to front on Fife. This, this is this is before, you know this we this kid. This is before we was rapping and running around. He's just fans and shit. But I remember like a lot of people used to try to front on Fife. And I was like, nah, son, Fife said that. Fife said some shit, bro. Fife said, I bust up for your couch. You got Siemens first. That nigga nice. You know what I mean? And then we see, and then it's like, yo, you remember the, the commercial? We had the Siemens commercials and all that. I'm like, nah, Fife is nice. Fuck that. So nah, shout to Fife Dog. Rest in peace to Fife Dog, man. Siemens <laughs> was definitely the furniture spot in New York back in back back in back in the day when motherfuckers was kids. Siemens was the spot, yo. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. I always love that because, like, Five uh, look like actually in my favorite rapper of all time. Five Dog. Is oh wow, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, but um, you got BBD up on your bedroom wall because that's both ruins how I bought. Like, I, I, I love, I love uh, uh, Fife, man. Like, uh, I just feel like uh, he was very underrated in the group. It's Not like, facts. He, he definitely you know. didn't get people. People were always looking at Tip like it was just him, but like Five definitely, Five Five definitely like at least on. Or was it Midnight Marauders? Mm-hmm. Well, he came into he came into his own on Low End Theory, right? It even like Bono's this and Bono's that, right. but Bono no Jack because Bo can't rap. Yeah, that, that like, was low. In, that's Low End Theory. Yeah, yeah. Because on the first, the thing is, I think people probably fronted because, if my memory serves me correctly, because this is a long time ago when we was fucking kids. But the first track, oh, because I think the first track because I've been five wasn't really rapping on that shit. No, it was all Q-Tip rapping on the first one. And That's was, probably um, why people thought he was he wasn't that guy. It was because... Fife and Jerobi did all the ghostwriting, and then like yeah. if you looks like Beats, Rhymes, and Life, the documentary, you find out that like he kind of wanted to shine on himself the first album, then Fife came out the second album. Shout, shout to my man left. Jerobi. You, you mentioned the Jerobi. Shout to my man Jerobi, man. Bro, he's you know, Jer- you know, yeah. man, Jerobi, that's a- my guy, man. He's do he's do Taco Tuesdays down the block, man. He used to do Taco a... Tuesday. I said I used to get faded with Jerobi all the time, man. We used to go to man, I don't want the Nets games with Jerobi and like he ain't from Best Stop, but he lived out here for a while. You know what I'm saying? Nets in what era? Had... Nets in what era? No, a, f- a few years ago, like within the okay. past within the past five, six years type shit. Not childhood type shit. Like within the past five, six years type shit. Like I used to hang out with him heavy. Like within yeah, but I say past decade type. Like Jerobi's my man. That's my man. Like that's that's, that's my guy. Goes to show how much yeah. of an OG you are. Can I get like yeah. a little a little like um off the top of your head, like a crazy story, like from the industry or being around the industry or being in a recording session or just some crazy story that maybe you might have not told before. There you got it. A crazy story. I, 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 I because bro, you're down. talking because like I with you, you're you, you know you're friends with Jerobi. You've like been through the city. You were growing up with boot camp. Like you're immortal. Like you just. There's a lot of stories I can't tell though. Like no, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I get, okay, I give you one. I give you one. I give you one with my man Ruck. Uh, like okay. I, I, 
Sean P. Like I, I, I done got a million stories with Ruck, but that's that's that, that was like, that's the big bro, man. Like, all right, here's a good story. I don't think I ever told this whole story. I got a, I got a book that I got a book by the way uh, that I'm finishing up. Okay, cool. Let's promote that. It's not it's not a biography. It's just like anecdotes and shit that I that I've been through a lot. That I, I have a billion stories. So um yeah. So let me, okay, here go one. Um, I was doing a competition back years back. EO Dub end of the week MC challenge. Right. And I used to always, like I said, I used to always go to Shaw House. This is this this is my this is the big bro. So so um, I was getting up with him. He's on the phone. So I was talking to him early in the day. I used to, used to go to school, you know, all that shit. Like I was around for a billion Sean prices. I just not on the song. That's my man. I'm just dead. Like anyway, so we on the phone. You're like, yo, what you getting into later? Da, 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 da. I'm like, yo, you should pull up with me. I got it. I got this, I got this um, this competition. Like I said, this this obviously obviously young thing is I'm gonna competition. I'm like, yo, I'm doing it. It's not a battle. It was a chat. It was an MC challenge. That's a whole other thing. I'm like, yo, I'm doing this. I'm doing this thing later, man. I'm doing this doing this competition later. Yo, you should pull up. He's like, nah, I ain't going to that shit. I ain't going to that shit. I'm like, yo, why not? He's like, anytime I go to shit like that, my friends lose. My friends always lose when I go. I was like, I ain't losing. You know what I'm saying? I was that confident. And plus they was they, and plus they was they had a cash prize and I needed that. So when when that's your motivation, you to get that. I, I I I knew I wasn't losing. Fuck the bullshit. And there was people in the shit like fucking Nims was in the shit. Uh, Tone Deaf. I think substantial and Pack FM. One of no substantial was in not maybe not Pack. Substantial was in the shit. I think. And I won. I was trying to get that money, man. Fuck all the bullshit. Those are my niggas. But I'm just saying. Like you know, no no slander. I just knew that I was focused on winning. So like that's no take no take against what they was doing. But I was just like, nah, I said I got this. I'm winning. And he was like, what? He said he was like, yo, because I guess I sounded comp. I sounded comp because I knew I knew. I just knew. Fuck that. I knew. Sometimes you know. And he was like, yo, if it's like that. He said, yo, if you win, tell them motherfuckers I, I perform a set. I'll do it. If you win, I perform a set. I perform a set for free because you my man. All right. Bring your music, boy. You feel me? So we shoot to the crib, shoot the Browns, we'll pick Sean P up, boy. You know what I mean? Go, go into Manhattan. Now we a Lower East Side Pyramid, whatever. I mean, let me let me ring it up because I didn't even get to the point of the story. I won this shit. Let's just go to that. So I won. Like I said, I was going to do. Cool. Got my bread, whatever. Shot the eel dub. You know what I mean? Now it's like, all right. So now we can fast forward to the end, right? So now it's the end of the night. We got to go back to the hood, you know what I'm saying? Now, um, you know, rest in peace to my bro. So this this is back at a time where he was still dibbling, dabbling on both ends of the, of the side. Of, you know, this is um after Helter Skelter, but before Sean Price solo blew up. So it's in between that time period, you know what I mean? So um, there was a time where um he wasn't sure if, he wasn't sure if people wanted to hear him by himself. It is what it is. So he, he you know, he, there was, so... He didn't really what he wasn't really sure about the solo career type shit. You know what I mean? So um, so he was like I said, he was dabbling into other things. I'll just leave it at that. So he let's just say he um so we're going home, you know what I'm saying? And he had some uh let's just say some work on him, you know what I'm saying? 
my bro gone in his statue. It's all it's all over. You know what I'm saying? Son had some son, son had some things on him that he was uh that he would he would get rid of. You feel me? But no big deal. That's 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 how it, that's how it goes. Whatever. But the thing is, now we ride and now we ride back to Brooklyn. The events in Manhattan and and we I mean in a uh, Lower East Side, we got to shoot over the Williamsburg Bridge to go back into Brooklyn. Drop, drop, drop Ruck off in Brownsville to spin back and drop me off in the stock. You feel me? So we all happy. We in the car drunk. Like, I, I won. Niggas like, yeah, we let. I told you I was going to win. Like, all that shit, right? So we in the car drunk, high. Motherfuckers just smoking. And obviously, this is, that's all very illegal. You know what I'm saying? So we on the bridge. We on the bridge, drinking, smoking. Don't drive drunk, y'all. I'm just saying, this is something that I've done as a youngster. You know what I'm saying? So we we in the whip just on everything, like car smoky as fuck, cloudy as shit. Then we see the boop, boop, boop. Fucking cops. <laughs> we come on up, they start following us on the bridge. I'm like, fuck. We, so they flash the lights. Ruck like, yo. So I'm going to jail, son. I'm like, what you talking about? Yo, I got some shit on me, bro. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> so I'm just like, all right, like, you can't do that. Like, the car smoked. Like, they you, they saw what we was doing. The car smoky. Ah, ah, like, we definitely, I mean, it wasn't driving reckless, but if you ride behind a motherfucker, you can obviously see motherfuckers is, you know what I mean, having fun. So I knew somebody, right? Like I said, I know a lot of people. So uh, <laughs> I knew somebody that worked for the NYPD. You know what I'm saying? It's an old family friend. You know what I mean? And he was always like, yo, as long as you ain't kill nobody, do no crazy shit. You say my name. You feel me? He was like, as long as you ain't do no crazy shit, say my name. So I'm like, so this mind, this is all quick, like this is all uh, car pulling over. So this is all I'm saying the story mad drawing out. So I'm like, yo, chill out, just chill, just chill, right? Just chill, right? <laughs> so I'm in the my cousin driving, he I'm in the passenger, Sean P in the back. Got all sorts of shit on him, bottles is open, car cloudy. You know what I mean? So the cops come through with the lights. Oh, y'all partying in here. Oh, y'all partying in here. What's going on? Like, just, just so we just like, you know, you don't, you don't say nothing until they ask you, you know what I mean? So I'm just sitting there like, I ain't, I ain't got shit to say. You know what I mean? I'm just sitting there, sitting there. But I have a guy who works, you know what I mean? Like I said, my old family friend. And I'm like, I don't know if this going to work. You know what I mean? So my cousin is the driver. So of course they go around there. So they start asking him questions. So I'm literally mumbling like, like a fucking ventriloquist. And I'm saying the dude's name. I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna say it on here, of course. So like he did the dudes asking my cousin questions, and I'm dead next to him, like giving him the answers. Like, boom. He was like, yo, where you coming from? So he's coming from. Yo, he was like, he was like, yo, my <laughs> My uncle, I, 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 
right? Not nobody's fucking uncle, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, you know this person? Yeah. Where he work at? Oh, he work over here. Ah. You know what I mean? And yo, no bullshit. The motherfucker was like, oh, that's a good guy. And the motherfuckers was like, yo, put the weed out, get home safe, get the fuck out of here. All right. And we just kept, we just kept going. <laughs> and Sean's in the back like, yo, what the fuck did you do? Who the fuck you know? I ain't know that was going to work, bro. I ain't know that was going to work. But it worked. You know what I'm saying? And we and, and you know, because if someone if they would have fucking checked son, it'd have been over. Like if they would if they would like if, if if I didn't have that person that I was cool with that I was whispering to my bro, like uh on some ventriloquist shit, like yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. like yo, it'd have been over. You know what I'm saying? It'd have been over because motherfuckers was definitely dutty. You feel me? So that that <laughs> That was it. That was a funny one. That was a funny one. You know what I mean? Shout, rest in peace, my bro Ruck, Sean P, and all that. You know what I mean? Yes, rest in peace. But I got a man. I got a billion stories, bro. I got a billion stories, man. No, you know I knew. I, mean? you, I knew. And, oh, you you wanna, did. I, 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 okay, I got a battle rap related one, and I've told it before, but I don't think it's it's in my book. But this is been this is directly related to battle rap, and, and it hasn't been out like that like that. I'll, I'll share this with, but I spoke on this before. But I mean, it's an interview. You speak on sometimes you speak on things more than once. Yeah, I'll give you a battle rap related one. Yeah, let's go. Um, like I said, I'm you know, recording music is what I do. You know, what I'm saying first and foremost. So I was so I had a studio I used to record at in Harlem. You know what I mean? Where I recorded my albums, uh, Picky Poison, Mark of the East, uh, The Money Shot. You know what I mean? Go streaming platform that shit out there. You know what I mean? Fuck with them. You know what I mean? So I used to go. I used to record in Harlem. And the studio that I used was a was a um, reputed studio. Uh, Just Blaze, Just Blaze recorded there. A bunch of people recorded there. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, Wyclef pulled up, and this is and this is uh this is during like one the height of the this is the height this is during the height of everything. Everybody's moving, King of the Dot moving, Grinds time, and you every. This is like this is right before the. Uh, cannabis disaster battle a few months before that, you know what I mean? Uh, I think Swave called me or the engineer called me. One of them called me, yo, I can't remember who called me. One of them, either Swave or the engineer, yo. So, what happens is everybody watches battle rap, all these industry motherfuckers watch battle rap, they get the inspiration, they watch the shit, they think they can do it, all this shit. So he was in there watching battles, getting inspired because we inspire people. So my engin the engineer dude was like, yo, you know, yo, Poison Pen record here. Swave, Swave live around the corner. Like, yo, bring the motherfuckers up. Bring the motherfuckers up. So I get a call, yo, why come from the studio? Come to the studio. Uh, yeah, I'm going to the studio. You know what I'm saying? So. I pull up, you know what I mean? Swave, uh, QB, you know what I mean? Form, former team Jaime, she in there. You know what I mean? They pull up, so we all we all kicking it, right? So, so Clef is, 
a, a fan giving us mad love and shit. And it's crazy because Clef is so famous. He don't even realize that when I was a kid, I used to fucking intern for that nigga. That's funny. But um, so we in the studio and he's just like giving love, you know what I mean? Respectfully, you know what I mean? Y'all, I fuck with what y'all doing, da da da. And now him, yeah, so now he's like, he's giving us all these grandiose ideas. He's Clef is a real eclectic dude, you know what I'm saying? He has a lot of ideas. So he's talking, giving us all these ideas. Like, you should do this, you should do that. Like, talking some space style shit. So a lot of this shit was fire, but some of the shit was like, well, that's over there, but it could work. So he's just, we just have, so we just talking, you know, just what he thinks battle rap needs and da da da. So he's like, yo, let's let's do a dub plate. So he doing B, swaving QB. They cut a they cut a record, boom. Wyclef, all that. Record never came out, but cut the record. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh shit, we in the studio with Wyclef right now. This is fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm like, yo, Clef. I'm like, yo, we, you know we got your boy battling in a few months. He was like, who? I'm like, your man cannabis. I'm like, yo, you know we doing cannabis a disaster in LA. His whole shit changed. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, bro. He's like, yo. And he starts flipping. Clef just starts bugging. He's like, yo. He said, I, yo, I, I, I swear to God, he said this shit to me. Like, he said it. And it's so funny, because I don't know if this motherfucker is a fucking psychic or he just knows people. Clef said, yo. Cannabis is going to do something to fuck that battle up, guaranteed. Watch out. <laughs> I was like, ah, you bugging. Nah, nah, nah. He's like, no, I'm telling you. I love I love cannabis. He starts telling, you know, all, you know, all, all their history, like, you know, a lot of shit that, they, that they've done. And obviously, we all know Clef and Cannabis history, like, from the hip-hop shit, from the second round knockout, ah, ah, ah. So he starts telling me, like, he's like, yo, you know, so he's like, trust me, man. He's going to do something to fuck this battle up, bro. <laughs> he be bugging. And I'm like, all right, like, whatever. In passing, cool. He was like, yo, he's going to fuck that battle. He's going to do something to fuck the battle up. Fine. Heed my words. Anyway, session's over, whatever, cool. Got to kick it with Wyclef. We lit, you know what I'm saying? So the battle happens months later, whatever time, I don't remember the exact time period, but later on, the battle, the battle happens. You know what I'm saying? We out in LA, King of the Dot shit, big King of the Dot shit, whatever, whatever. Obviously, that was it was a huge spectacle from jump. So this motherfucker walk in with the Star Trek fucking the Star Trek fucking blue blockers and shit. You know what I mean? He pull up, he got all these dudes with him, fucking uh. He got motherfuckers I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I've been doing, he, he coming with Supernat. He walking in with uh, Agalor. He got this huge entourage. And it's funny because Supernat, growing up, was one of my mentors. I used to be a freestyle beast. Supernat lived in my hood. I thought Supernat was from Brooklyn. Didn't realize he was from Indiana. But he was he was living in my hood when I was, when I was coming up. So I thought he was from Brooklyn. People don't know Superdat used to live down the block from Biggie. Superdat and Biggie was mad cool. So Superdat, so see, see, people don't know shit like that. So I know Superdat from I know Superdat from 
You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Young type shit. So he walking with Super Nat, and I see Super Nat. I'm like, yo. <laughs> I'm like, yo, your man ready? Super Nat, like, service, service. He just kept saying service. I'm like, I'm like, oh no. But you know, because because it's funny, I did, I had did a um, I think LA Weekly or somebody, I did a, I had did a prediction for LA. I think it was LA Weekly or something. And I and they asked me about the prediction for the battle. And I and I said that he was gonna lose. But see, I didn't say it slanderous. I didn't say it on some like hating. I my 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 thought process was like, yo, cannabis don't do this. I didn't say cannabis was whack, cannabis was trash, none of that. He doesn't do this. This is not his realm. You're going in the ring with a motherfucker who lives and breathes this. You don't do this. You make this records. You don't face-to-face -face battle nobody. So that was my basis. And I was like, yo, so I said disaster was going to win. People was like, some people thought, like, oh, you hate, you hate. I'm like, I'm not hating. I don't have no problem with cannabis. I just know he ain't going to win this battle. Like, don't, 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 don't kill the messenger for, for having an analytical mind and knowing battle rap. Like, because what I said was fucking right. And then, you know what I mean? So, everybody, like, so some people was like, oh, you a hater, you a hater. I'm like, not a hater, bro. I have no issue with cannabis whatsoever. I just think he gonna lose the battle. Like, that doesn't that's do hate. You know what I mean? So anyway, so, so super that's like service. And I'm just like, all right, all right. But it's funny because when you when it's people that you look up to and your big bros telling you something, I'm like, and I know they wrong. It's just, it's kind of, it's kind of funny too, because like, nigga, I told you, nigga, like, listen, listen to the little bro. Fuck out of here, nigga. I knew I was right. But anyway, so, um, uh, we, he does the battle. We see how the battle ran. We don't have to relive that history, the whole notebook, 30 pages of rhymes, whatever, whatever, right? So Canvas has that performance, right? Cool. It was what it was. I mean, it was, I mean, that's a whole nother blog. That's a whole nother interview just talking about that, but it was what it was. Fucking disaster smoked them. Cannabis, you know, pulled the notebook out, all that, all that, all that, right? So in between the battle, like it was a live, pay, like I said, it was a live pay-per-view. So I go to the bar, get a drink, whatever. And in the floor, and the club had two levels. All I know is I'm walking up to the to the next level of the club. My phone start ringing, right? I don't know the number. You know what I mean? I don't really be answering numbers I don't know. But something told me to answer the phone. You feel me? So I answered the chat. And I'm in the club, by the way. But it's afternoon, so it's whatever. I'm in the club. And I'm like, I'm like, hello? Somebody like, yo, this pen? I'm like, yeah. He said, yo, this pen? I'm like, yeah. Yo, this clef, nigga. Who? It is Y Clef. Y Clef? Oh my like, god. Y I'm like, yo, what up? <laughs> this motherfucker. He's like, oh my god. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I told you! I told you! And this motherfucker laughed at me on the phone for like 45 seconds straight with the... And he just laughed, 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 and hung the fuck up. I ain't never spoke to that motherfucker on the phone ever again, son. Like... <laughs> He'll be gone till November, man. We and don't he, know what year, but... And he told me... And so that, that's, a, that's a good one. He, he told me. He was like, I told you, I told you, I told you, I fucking told... That's what he kept saying. I fucking told you. I fucking told you. And then hung up the phone, click. And that, that's my interaction with Wyclef, yo. You know what I'm saying? Bro, as a battle rap fan, especially in 2012, when like I call it like the golden era, 
I remember hearing cannabis come into the thing and I was like, also an underground hip hop fan and stuff too. And like, I was like, oh my God, cannabis is going to fucking kill it. And I remember buying the pay-per-view of my buddy who wasn't really much of a battle rap or hip hop fan coming over being like, yeah, I think disaster is going to win. And I was like, nah, man, that's bullshit. Cannabis is going to take over the scene. It was the biggest letdown as a teenager. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you watch that battle, bro? The, the rap is every- a joke. Parody is better than the battle. Facts. But if you watch, <laughs> if you watch that battle, right, and you listen to the shit that I've said to you just now, you can, you can, you can. If you watch certain people, you can see that whole shit play out. Because you can, like, you like, I'm there. I, I, I was one of the hosts of that battle. Like, watch and- Supernat. And uh, Supernat gets interviewed about it too. <laughs> okay, I, I don't think I ever saw that. But watch Supernat behind cannabis and the whole shit. I was looking at him the whole time, and I'm not like I wasn't on disaster side per se. I was just, you know what I mean. And it's funny because at first Supernat was, yeah, 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 and then it went further and further, and the shoulders got smaller and. So just diminished and diminished the further it went. It was so funny. And then, like, you like me, there's a, yo, I left. Like, there's a point where you just don't see me no more. I went to the bar and I got drunk with Bender, rest in peace. And he stole my fucking drink. He tried to steal, he stole one of my drinks. And he was already drunk. He tried, I'm like, give me a fucking drink, man. Yo, 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 so shout out to Bender. I love, I love Bender. Hey, he hey, Ottawa legend, Ottawa legend. Rest. Yeah, no, no. So, <laughs> so, I, so I got thrown in the story. He, he, so I went to the bar and I'm just like, yo, this some. Oh, hey, let me let me add on to the story. See, fuck it, it is what it is. We interviewed. It's funny. It's cool. It's all hip hop. It's cool. So I go to the bar, right? I'm at the bar and I'm just like, yo, this shit big trash, bro. Like, fuck, man. And we all shit the bed sometimes. It is what it is, man. I shit the bed before, man. You just gotta bounce back. It is what it is. But I saw, so but I, but yo. So like like I said, I left. You, you, there's a point in the battle where you don't see pin no more. I just straight up walked away like fuck this shit. Like I left. I'm at the bar, and I see Bender. He was already half slizzed out of his mind. <laughs> and, and, and who was at the bar on the other side of the bar? My bro Razzy. Razzcast was at the bar, right? Oh my god, Razzcast! I fucking love Razzcast. So Razzy at the bar. That's another one of my G's, man. And shit, you know what I'm saying? So he at the bar, and I'm like, Yo, what's up, man? <laughs> He's just like, yo, it ain't looking too good. I'm like, yo, but that's your horseman, though. <laughs> he was like, I know I'm over here with you, though, right? I said, yeah, you're making smoke, boy. <laughs> and we just sat at the bar. We just sat at the bar watching the fucking destruction, like, yo, this shit is bad. <laughs> Bro, I used to think the four horsemen was like the 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 fabulous five in fucking Michigan. Oh man. <laughs> That's hilarious. You said that because I remember Raz Kaz's song with Jedi Mind Tricks I used to love. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, that's hilarious. You said that. That's such a funny introspective. Yeah, that's hilarious. That was that was fucking hilarious, bro. Because okay, question for you, because like we know about Agala and Supernat and everything. The dude who stood behind cannabis, was he legitimate at all? Or was he just a weirdo who was like friends with cannabis? The dude who stood with the open shirt. Oh, oh, Classic Pack? Yeah. That's his name. His name's Classic Pack. Um, yeah. I don't know him personally. That's cannabis man's though. That's his man. Like, I, as far <laughs> as like personally, I don't I don't know him like that, but that's that's his dude. You know what I'm saying? I just remember rap is a joke clan in them because they had a big 
big fat white guy with a hairy chest stand behind him in the parody. It's funny because Classic Vet <laughs> became like a little internet celebrity after that shit too. He had a, he released a bunch of songs I remember after that. But mm-hmm. I mean, might as well strike while the iron's hot. You know what I mean? Thanks. Yeah, but I don't. I, don't, I didn't know. But that, that was Cannabis Man. But I don't. I, I don't. I don't really know his history. I don't really know him like that. You know what I'm saying? So with you, Penn, like, what's your um with uh with with the music industry right now? What's your view on um different parts of America? Because like I'm like in the last I, I in my opinion, in the last like six months, Detroit became very big, but then the scene in Detroit in um, New York has become very big too. And like the difference from what it used to be. And then you have, you have Los Angeles, you have Atlanta, you have Florida, which is humongous. Like what's your opinion on the state of uh, rap right now is in a whole. I mean, we got to evolve with the times, man. You can't be stuck. You can't be stuck in, in mad because people don't rap how you rap 15 years ago. Like you, you listen, you, shit evolves. Hip hop is youth culture. You, but you have to stay tapped in to evolve with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, as far as New York right now, I mean, Brooklyn, like, you know, um, Brooklyn's heavy on that drill shit. You know what I mean? Like, I love a lot of the music, you know, a lot of a lot of shit in the street, man. It's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's as far as a lot of, the, as far as most of our artists right now, so hip hop, rappers or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's heavy on that drill shit right now. You know, we got with Chef, you know what I mean? Chef G, we got... Coach, coach got locked. Up. I mean, everybody getting locked up. You got chef locked up too. But you got chef, you got coach, you got, you know, recipes pop smoke. You know what I'm saying? You recipe. got K Flock. You know what I mean? Like New York is heavy on that wave now. Um, you know, I I just, you know, I, I'm all about the artistic expression. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if a lot of shit can be left, a lot, if a lot of the street shit can be left where it's at, but it's difficult when you're dealing with a street culture. Hip hop is street culture. You know what I mean? People don't want to. Might might want to paint it as something else, but hip hop street culture, the street things happen to street culture. You know what I mean? So um, you know, so there's there's a lot of unfortunate things that go with it. But as far as just musically, you know what I mean? I, I definitely support. You know what I mean? Um, you know we we like New York right now. Our sound is drill for the most part for the younger scene. Um, as far as younger artists, like we go to Detroit. You know what I mean? I fucks with Sada. I fucks with Sada Baby. You know what I mean? Flint. I fucks with BFB the Pac Man. Pac-Man is fucking hilarious. Um, I fucks with BFB the Pac-Man. Uh, I think the dopest younger rapper out right now, one of the dopest rappers out right now is Corday. Corday is fucking incredible. Corday's fire. Corday's super fire. He's insane. He's down everything. Like he's definitely, he's from that cloth that we was cut from, you know what I mean, on some shit. His, his Scotty Pippen shit was amazing to me. Like, yeah, I think yeah. his bars are definitely of, like, a different nature. Yeah, yeah. So, me, so, I mean, I, you know, I mean, everybody local, see, like, like like I said, Detroit, um, 442 Doug, you know what I mean? Do you go out west, you know what I mean? You got R.P. Draco and shit, you know, it's like it's it's a it's a lot of there's so many different local movements going on right now, man. Mm-hmm. And that's and that and that kind of that's kind of a good thing because it's been a while since it's been like that. You know what yep. I mean? It's, you know, people cultivating their city because it was just why everybody was just sounding like. I mean, it's still kind of like everybody sound like everybody, but you could definitely hear. Oh, this is some New York shit. Oh, this is some Detroit shit. Oh, this is some this is some Chicago shit. You know what I mean? Like you could definitely hear the differences. Whereas, like about five ten years ago. At least in the mainstream, I couldn't tell if a motherfucker was from Brooklyn or Atlanta. Like, I, I, 
I couldn't fucking tell. At least now I can tell. Oh, okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, these motherfuckers is back to cultivating what my hood sound like. What my hood sound like. You feel me? And I and I, I'm a strong I'm a strong fan of that. You know what I mean? I want to when I hear motherfuckers rhyme, I want to hear about your surroundings, where you from, what's up? You know what I mean? I want to hear you sounding like this motherfucker from two thousand miles away. I don't make no sense. Like y'all ain't even share the same. You know what I mean? Y'all ain't even had the same surroundings. I had that same struggle type shit. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Um, Penn. All right. Another question. Um, don't I don't want you to you to make me quote me on it or anything just off the top of the head if you're on a desert island three albums you'd listen to no matter what genre oh man fuck that's a good question how about I just go right here to my fucking title (laughs) but I'll give you I'll give you like mine my go to I go uh, Midnight Marauders the score and the miseducation of Lauren Hill because low key, if she ever will fall in love with a white guy, I hope it's me. <laughs> those are three good albums. Three good albums. <laughs> those are three great albums. Those are, those They're are funny, just funny, man. There's so many connections with about the shit you mentioned, man. <laughs> like <laughs> Lauren Hill, man. We did, we did a lot of shows with Lauren Hill. And, uh, oh, Penn, don't even. I used to actually, I used to actually, I, I just seen her brother. I just seen her brother a few weeks ago. We just had it. That that's my bro. Her older brother, uh, Mulaney. Like we used to, we used to um work for this hip hop website together. So like, I'm I'm real cool with them, with him, with him. Yeah. See, that's what um, I mean, world. If you're taking anything from this podcast, take that Ben's a fucking legend in every aspect. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I just been around, man. As good see, situation. Um, okay, let's get let's get to this albums, albums, albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's going to be difficult. I'm just going to throw three favorites out there. Fuck it, man. Uh, three hours. I'm trying to think of shit that I listen to. Like just. Wow, this really, this really a question I really should just be able to answer, but I really can't. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. All right. Hmm. Shit, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say albums I like right now. Fuck it. I'm gonna say 50 Massacre. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna say 50 Massacre. I'm gonna say Victory Lap, Nipsey. Okay, I'm doing hip hop, obviously. And then I'm gonna take it to like something that shaped me growing up into the stage. Ooh. Black Moon. Okay. Okay, no, that's great. I just had to throw that's, that's that like it's funny, that's a simple question, but it's not a simple question. It's not a simple question at all. Cause any other day, like I said that today for my three, but any other day it could be the black album. Yeah, and, like, it, it, yeah. Like, it, it, you it know, just depends it, on how you feel. Bro, you know, I, know I'm really trying to think of shit that impacted me, shit that I could just listen to, listen to and just I mean, for for me, like, also, like, um, College Dropout, the Dynasty 2000 with Jay-Z and, like, Memphis. Those are all great albums. Like, like, uh, you know what I always found funny with um, uh, Mob Deep and, uh, what was it, The Infamous Part 2? 
If, where was part part one always always was synonymous for me and i was always like trying to well, figure shook, shook ones? yeah 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 shook ones sorry my bad yeah 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 now if now see that the infamous to me is like a uh that should be like in the smithsonian type shit like that's just in a class like on some street shit or some new york shit that shit captured the era. It, it did everything. Um, Infamous is one of the most influential albums in street music, hip hop music, and Queens history, all that shit, man. So Infamous, I mean, I could have easily said Infamous, but I just, I took it to Massacre because. I mean. Bro, 50, that, 50 that guy, bro. Bro, and if you listen to that too, like, dude, the, the movie was great. It's one of the best movie depictions other than which, which movie? the 50 movie with where him and the, Terrence uh, give it Howard. That yeah. Him and Terrence Howard have that uh that bathroom scene. Uh, you, you know what's funny? Like I like I love 50s music. I didn't that, that movie I could it's whatever. I've watched it. No. So what's what's your favorite um what's your favorite depiction of a hip hop movie then? Like do you like notorious? The the Tupac one was bad. NWA one was good in certain aspects. Um, NWA was good. I, I I was mad because growing up even though even though I'm from Brooklyn, like I was a very, very big NWA fan. And in my childhood, Ice Cube was actually like one of my favorite was like there was a time Ice Cube was my favorite rapper as a kid. Like, you know what I mean? <clears throat> the movie was well, was well was the story was well told, but my whole thing was my issue with that, maybe because I'm too much of a fanatic, I didn't learn nothing new. Okay. Okay. Like, that makes like, sense. I was I, I wanted the motherfuckers to dig deep and pull up some shit that I had no idea. Like so, it, it it didn't do that. But the movie itself was well acted. You know what I mean? It was it was still dope to watch. You know what I mean? It was a good movie. But I didn't learn nothing new. When uh, I watch shit like that, I want to learn something that I didn't know. Yeah. No. I think I I feel like probably the notorious one did the best in a sense, just from no, like notorious no, no, is cool. Uh oh. I'm trying to think. Like the Tupac, I, I the Tupac one didn't do. Didn't, didn't, didn't. Oh, really? I auditioned I I for um. They was calling everybody. I'm like, fuck it. I just went. I just pulled up. I I mean, I didn't get nothing, but yeah. Um, what? that see, see that to me strikes a different chord because I'm from Brooklyn. Like I'm literally from Bed Stuy. Like I see, you know, you know, 50, 50 grand. If you know your the Biggie Smalls history, 50's the guy that put Biggie on. DJ 50 Grand, he's in all the documentaries, you know what I mean, whatever. Like I see 50 Grand three three times a week. Like he's in my hood, like I see him, like, you know what I mean? So like a lot of that shit is, is more personal, even though me and Biggie were like, Biggie's older by years and years, like, not like we was in the same circle, but I've I've seen him. I've inter- I had, but I had I had interacted with him before. I've seen him in the hood. And he's a he's a neighborhood but hero. Like the um, you see the big you see the video where he battling dude outside the store, the bodega and shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm on that block every day. Like I walk, like I'm on that block every. That's literally, that's my hood. Like this is where I'm from. Type shit. So like it holds a different level of sentiment, sentiment, sentiment. You know what I'm saying? Okay, sentimentality, whatever. Hold a different level of no, sentiment. Yeah. So um the biggest shit, I thought it was cool too. 
but um hip-hop movies is a weird thing because i mean it's, i mean there's been hip-hop movies for damn near 40 years now so it's all glorified for sure it's yeah just, i mean i, I, I just was trying to think of them that i love and it's hip-hop movies that i fucking detest but i tell you <clears throat> growing up one of my favorite hip-hop movies this this is probably going too far back for you no, nah, well, no, nah, nah. I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm a my big favorite hip hop movie. One, one, I said one of my favorite hip hop movies was uh, Fear of a Black Hat. Okay, okay, like, yeah, yeah, I got the you. mockumentary in the Spinal Tap vein. Uh, if anyone knows mockumentaries, uh, kind of like CB4, but better. CB4 was the Chris Rock, Charlie Murphy joint, yeah, which was funny as well, but. Favorite black cat was was better. Yeah. So growing up, that was like one of my favorite because it was it was so intelligent. written. like I thought that was funny. I, I I thought that was a very good movie. Um, you know, Pay the Fool, which is a hip hop movie because it's hip hop culture, but it wasn't like a rap movie. You it's know, more what I'm like saying? I just know of it as like a Dame Dash funded production. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> so I mean, so hip hop movies like that's that's centered upon around hip hop. Yeah, I, uh, uh, that that was a good one. That was a, like Fear of Black Hat was one of my all time favorite movies growing up. Like I, I fucking that movie makes me laugh so fucking much, man. Skits, everything. <laughs> That's a good. I might actually have to watch that tonight. I can't believe you like bro, you, I haven't heard that. Please in a while. watch Fear of Black Hat. Yeah. It hit me back, man. Like the shit. Like the, the group was called NWH, right? It's, it's a mockumentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the group was called NWH, and it's still like obviously it was it was a play on NWA. It was kind of like a combined. The group was like a combination of NWA and Public Enemy, like in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the name of the group was NWH, and it stood for Niggas with Hats. <laughs> and it followed them and their turmoil, you know, in LA and, you know, coming up being gangster rappers in the 90s and shit. Like, bro, it always reminded me, like, with that name, it always reminded me because, like, my white grandma, who was like suburban and rich, she used to be in this group called the Red Hat Ladies, and it reminded me of that, but with white ladies. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And they would they would travel Canada on like a tour bus, like the Red Hat Lady tour bus. And I'd always associate that with <laughs> the Red Hat Ladies. That's 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 awesome. That's like that's it was just a bunch of right it was a bunch of overweight white uh, elderly ladies. It's all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Penn. So, like, man, this is gonna be a tough one. So, for what what do you think rap is at today versus ten years from now? Because it's gone so far, but it's also reached so many different faces and places with with like genres and turning. Like sometimes it's like emo sound, sometimes it's a pop sound. They have the drill music sound. You have the mainstream sound. Where the do you see it? Lo-fi, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Where, hip-hop now. Mm-hmm. where do you see it going in the next, like, 10 years? I mean, well, obviously, it's not going anywhere, you know. Um, hopefully more expansion, and, and, you know. Hopefully more expansion, and, and, and hip-hop is receiving, you know, opportunities in other realms, which is happening now anyway. Because everything, you know, everything... No one now just does one thing. You feel me? So, you know, hip hop is all encompassing. So, hopefully, it, it'll be the same, just in bigger avenues. Like there'll be big opportunities. Like look, look now. You know, we um, 
we're running around rapping now. It's like, you know, I've been I've been a I've been a prolific host for years. You know what I mean? I, I've I've uh, you know what I mean? I've written books and shit. And then this, then you look at people like who 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 you just looked at as rappers. You look at my brother Math Hoffa. You know what I'm saying? Math went from the guy that people didn't want to book for a little while due to the uh, ding, 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 you know what I'm saying? Now he has one of the top ten hip hop shows. You know what I mean? So people are people are expanding and doing other things within the hip hop realm, other than just rapping and taking it to all forms of media and all forms of life. And just I just see more of that. You know what I mean? I just see more. I just see it expanding more and more because it's obviously not a fad. Hip hop is like pushing fifty years old already. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, they could have said it was a fad, you know, in the fucking 80s. You know, because I think, well, I guess I guess it came from the, I mean, it came out, I guess, out of the ashes of disco, I guess. Right? You would say that, I guess, the 70s, 80s, like late 70s, well, mid-70s, early mid-70s. It was early 70s, hip-hop, early 70s. But you know what I mean? So I guess, you know, with disco... People thought, and disco was huge. Disco, I mean, this is before motherfuckers was born, but disco was a huge, huge thing in the city, all over the place. Like, I, I could imagine telling them back in the day that disco wasn't going to last 10 years. They probably would have been like, you're fucking crazy. Like, you know what I mean? And they'd have been still, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nobody knew the shit was going to last, and it did. You know what I mean? Like, hip-hop's been around Hip hop is is the voice, is is the voice of youth culture. Period. No matter what, it don't matter what what country. No, no matter what your language. Like hip hop brings everybody together, yo. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just see, I just see it more hip hop, more hip hop politicians. You know what I'm saying? Like more hip hop, everything. There's always gonna be somebody involved in the culture doing some other shit. You know what I mean? We got mayors now. Uh, the mayor of North is a hip-hop dude. You know, Rise Baraka and shit. These are dudes that came from the hip-hop culture that are official. So, you know, the, I guess the older hip-hop gets, you'll see hip-hoppers, you know, in, in more prevalent positions doing more prevalent things than just the traditional hip-hop stuff. I just see that. 100%. No, it's involved in everything. You have, like, colleges and universities teaching. Yeah, motherfuckers. There's, there's master classes. Like, we, we spoke at, was it Harvard or Yale? Hip-hop Congress. Hip-hop, no. Hip-hop archives. Yale. Yeah. Yale or Harvard. One of the fucking Ivy League joints. That's how much I fucking retained it. But we, we, you know what I mean? But the fact we doing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a hip-hop archive, and we pulling up, talking about hip-hop. Like and he's and his and his and his fucking scholars, you know what I mean? Literally taking notes off of some shit, off of some history that we created, type shit, bro. Well, that's all. I'll I'll, I'll like um before we end this is like it's a great full circle back to what I was saying in the beginning with a quote you have from way back in the day, which is being remembered for taking the standards of living and breathing hip hop and passing it on over to the next generation. Versus just being a hip hop artist, mm-hmm. and, that, and like that just goes to show who Poison Pen is and what Poison Pen stands for. When it's like respecting and understanding the 
the past and broadening and keeping on and broadening the, the future and bringing it on to a step that's never been before, before and showing people what it was and, and respecting how it is. And I think that's a big thing to who you are and what you represent. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to do it, man. Somebody got to do it. Like, I love this shit, bro. This is what it is, man. I love this shit, man. I'm going to I'm, I'm do what I do, man. I don't give a fuck with nobody. Like, this is something that I feel what I'm here for. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? There's, there's a reason. Like I said, you asked earlier, like, yo, what would the what would, what, what's the odds of all the places in the world and all the time to be born, to be to be placed in Brooklyn, you know, during a during a where 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 art form is burgeoning and, and, and people are just sharing ideas and shit, coming from despair. Like motherfuckers ain't had shit. Motherfuckers is crack, you know what I mean? Fiends, like. But we, but we, something beautiful was growing out of that shit. Like, and and who, what, what put me there? At that, I could have been, I could have been in Nova Scotia, bro. You know what I'm saying? I could have been. My family could have stayed down south. I could have been North Carolina. I could have been. I could have been anywhere, bro. But something, but 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 circumstances put me in motherfucking New York City. Put me in Brooklyn. Put me in the fucking in, in in the lion's pit with all these motherfuckers. It was like, yo, you got it, bro. So I got it. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, it, it, you know, I, I just seized the opportunity and just made sure that I did what I could do with it. You know what I'm saying? That's it, and that's all, man. Like it's hip hop, bro. Nothing spoke to me like that. So I keep I'm gonna keep doing this shit, man. I'll be listen. I don't I don't know nothing else. I mean, I'm an intelligent person, but as far as culturally and all that, this is what this is this is what this is what we do. This is what we live, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna continue to do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's just it's always gonna be that. Like if 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 I never drop another record, like I'm always gonna have like I do this shit for me. I do this shit for me before any anything else. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like it's just the way I express myself, it's the way it's my therapy, all that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. I can't even fathom to say how I would have said that, but that's spoken from the earth. That's spoken from the truth. That's spoken from Bumble Jack. That's spoken from Nostra Nav. That's spoken from Bedside Do or Die. That's spoken from Poison Motherfucking Ben. And all I want to motherfucking say is thank you for being on the podcast. And we got to have this guy on again because this is too much for me to pick this guy's brain. I just want to thank y'all for listening and please follow and respect every single thing Poison Pen does because he has just blessed us with several, several, several gems and has given me the utmost respect with, with just blessing me with his presence. So thank y'all. Go follow Poison Pen on everything from Twitter to Instagram. You know, old school Poison Pen TV on YouTube. Check out Poison Pen, listen to his music, follow him, subscribe. Thank you so much for being on, bro. I can't thank you enough. And we're going to end this thing with a blast. <laughs>